Welcome. One and all, or probably just one. one. I don't know if there's there's all welcome to one person that listens yes. to this podcast. Or whatever Russian bots are downloading it to make it appear that we have more listeners than we do. Yeah, our analytics had us, uh, I can't remember, it was some odd country out of nowhere. It was like all this in the U.S. and then one odd country. So to that one bot, welcome Hello. in. Hello, it's the Michael Molson Too Good for Radio podcast. I am Mike. I'm Johnny. And uh, this time of year, there's always the great Santa Claus debate that goes what on. What is that debate? The debate of some who are non-believers and oh, don't okay. believe in the spirit of Santa, talking about should they tell children they want or, to screw it up or, for or not? Else. Right, exactly. Yeah. So one particular individual, uh, this woman on TikTok, who is a mother, posted a video saying mm-hmm. that she was proud because in her mind the thought of Santa is creepy. Okay, right? What what he does coming into your house? So. She didn't want to explain that to her child. So she went on TikTok and told everyone that she let her four-year-old know that it's not a real person. Okay. Uh, And also, the other reason she gave was she wants to get credit for the gifts she gives her son. Get credit? Yes. She wants the son to know that not some jolly fat man from the North Pole who just makes one worldwide trip on a night. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. That's mommy's hard-earned money right Right. there. Love should be conditional like that. It really should be. So she also doesn't want to think that Santa is classist or deal with the heartbreak that comes when children eventually realize that maybe it's not that person. So I love how she also putting in there that it's classist, that that some kids get more. That So so what's going on with Santa? Why does this kid down the block get five toys and I only got two? Mm-hmm. Like, what's up with that? Santa's a little snobby. Right, um, exactly. It, yeah. it all, it, whether you're naughty or nice, it boils down to right. your take. On, I think it's more, it has to be organic. I, going out of your way and the whole, I need to take credit. That's, that's awful. That's pretty. Yeah, that's that's a that's a dysfunctional family. Uh, and at four, I mean, the you know the the concept of real, not real. I mean, that you're, you're asking a four year old to appreciate a lot of things, and you know, and and, and yeah, the argument that um, uh, they'll be disappointed in the future, and we want to avoid being disappointed in the future. I, I think if you handle it correctly, there really shouldn't be any disappointment. No. I, I don't remember. I don't remember, like remember a day going. Oh my God, the whole thing is. I, it, you just sort of slid out of it. And not only that, but don't you... slid you, out of that and slid into, oh, I need to pass this on to kids and do the same thing. I was going to say, it's it, there's a very interesting dichotomy that happens of you find out, mm-hmm. right? And then for a while, it just kind of, it, it is what it is. But it's interesting as you get older, then the belief becomes strong again. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, right? There's right. That, like that weird middle area where it kind of yeah. goes away. And it, it's not that you don't fully believe, but you're just kind of like, eh, whatever. But then there's right. a there's a switch that turns, and I don't know when that is. I don't either. To where it kicks back in again. You just and, turn the corner at some point. Right. Uh, and and it, it, it really should not be this big of a, of a consternation. I don't no. know why we get ourselves... How, for, it's pretty easy. Yeah, I was gonna say for you, was it organic? I mean, I think so. Yeah, like I said, I don't remember a day when I when I all of a sudden, suddenly, oh my god, and you know, had to sit in therapy or anything. I remember, and I've told this story before. I remember when I when I got the thought that something was amiss, mm-hmm. and it and God bless my parents, but it was one of those. It was the way I found out was I had a GI Joe like snowmobile, right, the box. And there was a sticker covering the Toys R Us price, price ah. tag, right? The same stickers were then sitting 
like on an end table in the living room. And I'm like, wait a second here. <laughs> right. Like, like what's what's going on? So, yeah. uh, you know, I asked my mom and she's like, oh, you know, no, Santa left those stickers, too. And I was like, eh, on all our. Pr- like, yeah, what, I called out. I called out my mom once on Santa's handwriting being exactly like hers. <laughs> And she she concocted some incredible story about. Uh, it was watching watching like a real life Grinch and opposite. Like yeah. they thought of a lie, but thought of it's a like, quick. Wait a minute, right, right, yeah. Right. Uh, and she it was something like he needed some help, and so I filled these out for. I don't know. It was just something like that. Like like she was taking dictation from Santa. <laughs> but you were the youngest, yeah. right? So yeah. when you found out. Then you know you, there wasn't anyone else that you would have to put on airs for True. in the home. When I found out, it was years before my sister mm. found out. So it would be a situation where I would, you know, have to go. I would be the one in charge of waking up the parents mm-hmm. in the morning. And so I would go in and whisper, hey, thanks for it. You know, and yeah. then, then and, oh, look what, you know, so I handled that. Don't you mess this up for your sister. Right, ex- right, exactly. <laughs> so, um, but you're right. It shouldn't be as much consternation about it as as we bring upon it. It's yeah. just like, just let it happen organically. And all those people are afraid, like, well, my kid's going to be made fun of in school for still believe. You know what? If they're getting made fun of for still believing that, I like that kid. I like that kid who still yeah, believes. No it. kidding. No kidding, man. I, yeah, yeah. There was always, there was always, there were always breaks in logic in the whole thing, you yes. know, because you, you, you heard about Santa's workshop and yet these were clearly the same things I just saw at Toys R Us. <laughs> right. So that didn't make any sense. And, uh, and, uh, you know, you, yeah, you, you try to figure out, uh, certain things. So yeah, kids kind of start to break through the, the stuff. But just you know, have fun with it, and yes. just just appreciate the idea of giving without expecting anything in return, without having to take credit, or taking credit for the gifts. I did this, right, you exactly. did not. Yeah, no, it's a jerk is what she is. Uh, speaking of terrible things, <laughs> you, you, terrible know, you know how I feel about people who climb mountains. No need for it. Yeah. What's up there? There's nothing up there There's to see. There's nothing up there to see. Uh, and come springtime, like around May, April, May, is when the people start going up on Mount Everest. And they'll um, see the dead bodies. And you have to walk past dead bodies. Yeah, that were um, frozen over the winter. There's a portion of... Mount Everest that's called like the Rainbow Trail or something. And the reason it has that name is because of all of the jackets and 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 clothes and tents and things of dead bodies Just, of yeah. all these different colors of, you know, uh, different base camps and yeah. everything else. Uh, and then the other place you don't need to be is in a cave. Same kind of thing. Nothing there to see. Yeah. No. And it's even harder to see, too, in right. a cave. You need to bring your own light and everything yeah. else. At least on a mountain, you know, you get the, the sky to light your way. Yeah. Nothing, nothing, down, nothing down there. No. If you've been no. in a plane, you've been on a mountain. That's true. Yeah. You've looked down. If you've been in your basement, you've, you've been, been spelunking. That's exactly. fine. You've been spelunking. You've done it. You've fine. done it already. Uh, and so let me let me make the point even clearer by telling you the uh, terrible story of John Edward Jones... Okay. Who went on a trip with his family to the Nutty Putty Cave in Utah. <laughs> Wait a second, what? The Nutty Putty Cave. Sponsored by Nugenics. She'll Sounds- like it too. <laughs> Want some Nutty Putty? Nugenics can help with that. <laughs> Any- anyway, continue yes, the Nutty yes. Putty Cave. Um, and it's generally considered um, a cave that's good for beginning cave explorers. Now, okay. this guy was a more experienced cave diver, so he goes there with his wife and the kids. Spelunker. Yes. Which is a terrible vacation, by the way. Yeah. Don't, don't make other people in your family partake in your hobby. Yeah. Right? The people are like, oh, I love to be outdoors. Well, maybe the kids don't. Maybe not go camping. I don't know. But anyway, and nutty so, putty. And so he says, hey, uh, to his wife, 
you take the kids on this trail because it's sort of the easy one. You can see some cool things. And I'm going to go with this other guy through this course and uh, we'll meet you on the other side. I don't know if you ever go with just another man to Nutty Putty. <laughs> You're stuck on that. I shouldn't have told you the name until the end of the <laughs> Anyway, story. continue, yes. continue. Um, so they split off. Okay. And they go into this narrow tunnel um, that other spelunkers have referred to as the birth canal. It's very Ooh. narrow. Okay. Um, that seems fraught with peril, possibly. Yes. And they ended up taking a wrong turn in and the birth canal. I don't know what you And apparently when it's through some other canal. Do they go to the Duodenum by then? <laughs> What'd you say, Mike? The Duodenum? They end up in a Duodenum? The Duodenum and them. So they take a wrong turn at the birth canal. Yeah. Uh, which was already tight enough, and then they get, but they, they think oh. they're on the right, uh, they think they're on the right path. Ooh, uh, oh, God. And this... they're now in a, in a even tighter situation. Uh. So he's, he's going through, he's like doing the thing on his stomach, and he's, ah. scr- I know, I know. It's, it, it, no, believe me. Ooh. I haven't even gotten to what's horrible now. Oh, God. So he gets in there, and, he, and now he's stuck, and he thinks, mm. well, I, I think I can just give it one oomph. No, 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 don't, no, no. And I'll get through to the other side. So what uh. does he do? Remember, you ever, when you're a kid, you ever like play under your bed or something? Yeah, uh, Or yeah. anything like that or and any tight spaces? To, like, yeah. Like, and so he says, oh, okay, here's what I'll do. I'll <laughs> inhale, make myself skinny, slide through, and I'll be good. Oh, no. Did he did, like dislocate his entire torso? <laughs> break his neck? Break so, he, his so he inhales, squeezes himself in, can't get out, can't get out. <sighs> exhales and now he is, is super stuck a piece of the cave oh uh, god he cannot there is no there There's is no, no way to go he is he is like you know like when a monkey puts its hand in a jar yeah, and, and it's it just comes yeah um people whose hand now he's the, the hand stuck in a pringles can exactly yeah um so he he can't uh he can't reverse he can't get out and he called to his his brother and realized he was stuck brother tried to to pull him out that didn't work um, and uh, he became stuck upside down with his hands pinned under his chest, unable to move. So oh, now he can't God. move his arms. I mean, he is his stuck, stuck. Yeah. Um, upside down? Yeah, upside down. Like So he looks like Dracula, basically. He's hanging yeah. up, waiting to turn into a bat, hopefully, to fly out of that cave, which he shouldn't have been in in the first place. So his brother heads back out the cave to call for help. Um, what are you going to do? What can you send down there? Exactly. I mean, I guess they had those miners a few years back, but that was a mining cave. That, that, not in this situation. So three hours later, he's still upside down, stuck, can't breathe because the, the rocks are pressing on his chest. Uh, the first rescuer gets there. Um, and goes, sorry, dude. And uh, You're part oh, of Nutty Putty now. So the, woman's, uh, the, the woman rescuer is helping him out, and he, he says, uh, you know, I, 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 I really want to get out of here. Over the next 24 hours— uh, her team of a hundred people tried to uh, move him, made the task worse. Um, oh, I'm sure because there's now more people breathing the press's oxygen too. Yeah, after they can't help me get the hell out of here. Yeah. I only got so much oxygen left in this cave. Uh, so they can't they can't get around him. They can't get a rope down there. They can't. Um, then they about then another 19 hours goes by. Good lord! So they, now we're into day two. Almost, oh yeah, it, almost a full second day. Yeah, upside Stuck down, upside down with your hand against your chest in a small cave. Um, and so they devise this complex pulley system of ropes and things, and they think they can get it around him and 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 slide him back out. Um, and they almost get him out. The pulley system breaks. Uh, 
he goes down further, wedged even further. He starts oh. panicking, uh, and now he's under stress, and his body is breaking down and everything. Yeah, because he hadn't eaten they, or drank anything, um, I assume, unless right. they passed him something. Uh, like, make him a giant straw so he can get some water. And uh, so he starts panicking and, and, and eventually passes out, and the woman, the rescuer, the lead rescuer, has no choice but to call the wife and says... He's not making it. I don't think this is going to happen. You probably need to be here. Uh, and they, they lower a phone down to him. He's talking to her. Oh. And, uh, How they, heartbreaking. They send a doctor down there. Um, and they uh, um, and eventually the doctor says, that's it, it. He's gone. Oh. He's gone. And so the so wife, they can't get the body back. And so the wife says, I'm not leaving till we get his body out. <laughs> How old? Are they? First of all, how old are the kids? I don't know. It doesn't say. And then, then you go. Okay, uh, kids, we're not leaving yet. We need to get Daddy's body. Um, so they, uh, the local sheriff says, we'll do everything we can to uh, to get him out. But even after he's dead, they go. We, we, we it is too he's dangerous. Stuck. It's too yeah, dangerous. Just, it, it's gonna. Yeah. It, we're gonna make it worse. Can we just cut off a leg and give you part of him? <laughs> Here you go. Here's part of him. Rebuild the rest of it. Uh, and so they make the decision uh, that we're just going to blow it up and, and cover rubble. this thing up, and that 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 will be his tomb uh, now forever. Uh, and so they, they light some explosives. They I think they poured they go some, full Oregon whale. Yeah, I think they poured some cement in there so nobody else would uh, would go down. And um, the cave was sealed off, and now the entire place is a memorial to the guy um, who. Took a wrong turn. Uh, who, who took a wrong turn, made some sensible mistakes, but mistakes nonetheless. And for what? Yeah, what was going to be the whole, what was the payoff that he made it through the nutty putty? Uh, and I love the way the article ends here. In a ray of good news, his wife has gone on to uh, find love and remarry. Uh, and she has uh, recently opened up about how trolls still cruelly taunt her on social media, which I'm not even sure what you, yeah, what, do you, what do you say to the wife of a guy who got himself stuck in between rocks forever and yeah, is still you, down there? How are you trolling her? Be like, ha ha, your husband died turning wrong in the birth canal. Ha ha ha. So look, there, there are amazing things to see right here. Yeah. On, on terracotta. Yeah, you don't need to be up there or down there. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing to see up there. If you've been in a plane, you've seen up there. Right. If you've been in a building. You've seen you up know, there. Go, yeah. to, go to like one of the tall buildings downtown. Go to the Willis Tower, yeah. which is still the Sears Tower. Whatever, that's fine. You don't yeah. even have to go that high. Go like 10 stories up and just look out a window. You go, that's it. Okay, I've seen it. You know, and if you want to, if you, if, if you need to see something underground, I don't know, stick your head in a manhole cover or something. You don't, <laughs> there's, no, there's nothing, there's take nothing the subway. there. Take the subway. Take the subway. If you want to go spelunking, take the subway. Yeah. Much safer. Get, on, get down an escalator at Macy's and go downstairs. You know, it's the same thing. <laughs> it kind of is. There's nothing, there's nothing there. No. There's no. nothing there that you it's, need to see and you will end up like the people on Mount Everest or like this poor son of a bitch, bitch who's. Blown up in nutty putty. <laughs> Who is now? Who is now a part of Nutty Putty for the rest of his life? Oh, here lies James Edward Jones, <laughs> forever part of Nutty Putty. Brought to you by New Jets. Nothing to see down there. So Nothing stay out of that place. Well, here are some things that you want to see every holiday season. Mm-hmm. There's a recent survey that's compiled the list of not the best, but the most rewatched Christmas films of all time. Oh, okay. So they have a top 40, and we're not, while we're not constrained by time because it's a podcast now, because it's way too good for the radio, mm-hmm. uh, I'm just still going to go with the top 10 here. And the top 10 is still a little interesting to me because it leaves a couple that you feel would be staples 
off the particular list. These are the most watched. Most rewatched. Rewatched. Okay. So not watched, just rewatched. People watch them over and over. Okay. Again. So we'll go through the list and you can give a thumbs up or thumbs down on, sure. on where it should stand in the most rewatched Christmas films of all time. Number 10, It's a Wonderful Life. Mm-hmm. I think, yes, rewatchability over and over, although much like with you, Back to the Future, I've never seen it. You've all not seen It's you, a Wonderful all, Life. Okay. All the way through. I, I know the, the end part, but never yeah, seen it all the way through. That's the same thing with Back to the Future and Ghostbusters. I get the idea. You get the gist of it. Get I don't it? need to watch the whole thing. I don't thing. need to go up on Mount Everest. No, I don't need to go to Nutty Putty to know exactly <laughs> what George Bailey is rich right. in. Okay. Uh, number nine, Miracle on 34th Street, uh-huh. the original. The original, yes. All the, rest, all the rest of those remakes are crap. Is there one? Is there a good remake of Miracle on 34th Street at all? I don't think so. In the history of ever? I don't think so. I have I have an It's a Wonderful Life remake story in a minute, but go ahead and go okay. with that. Uh, number eight, The Nightmare Before Christmas, which always is a debate of, is that a Halloween movie or a, or Christmas, a Christmas movie? I always felt that it's more Halloween. I felt it's more Halloween, too. My wife feels it's more Christmas. Mm-hmm. I feel like it starts Halloween, there's a Christmas interlude, and it ends Halloween again. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if I would call it a Christmas movie, but nonetheless, but it's, it's, got it, some, it's got some great Christmas songs in there. Correct. I would. I'll give you that. Number seven on the list is a Christmas Carol. Mm-hmm. I would say Alistair. Alistair Sim. Yeah, is the best. Is, that's the best version. I, you know, I watched that last year from beginning to end, and if, if you haven't seen it in a while, watch how good of an actor he oh, is. Oh God, yeah, he is. Because it's it's a it's a really when you think about Ebenezer Scrooge, it's a really complex character. Yes. you know because he's he's fighting his demons of his of his late brother and then, and just all the you know his backstory and uh, and things that happen. And so he and he does all this. It, it, he is an, that that one really does win. Yeah, um, that that's the one you go. That's to. the one you watch. Number six of the most rewatched Christmas films of all time. Finally, settling debate that a lot of people have. Die Hard. Die Hard oh, is okay. a Christmas movie. Six. Number five, Elf. Which I don't is, buy that, by the way, but... The Die Hard's a Christmas movie? That's a podcast for a whole different time, but yeah. it's a Christmas movie. He's at a Christmas party. He's so like, what? He's like Santa Claus, bringing gifts of bullets and death to the bad guys. <laughs> now I have a machine gun. Ho, ho, ho. Um, Yippee-ki-yay, Mr. Falcon. <laughs> don't watch it edited, by the way. No. I don't know why I edited it here. It's on the podcast. I could have said it. Because <laughs> it's funnier that way. Yeah. Um... I mean, yeah, of course, it takes place at Christmas time. He's going there because of Christmas, and, and, and I get it. I love the Hans Gruber advent calendar they've made now that he falls. <laughs> Have you seen that? No, that's hilarious. Where he falls closer to the ground every day until Christmas. Uh, number five, though, Elf, the most rewatched. Okay. Understandable. Number four, Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. The out of the two, sure. probably not as good as the first one. Number three is another movie I've never watched, Love Actually. Oh, the yeah. number three most rewatchable Is that Christmas, Christmas movie. Uh, I didn't know that that was Yeah, Christmas. it takes place at the holidays. Apparently, mm. I, I got no use for it. Right. Number two is the one that surprises me the most. The Snowman. That no words. Like oh, the, yeah. Like, oh, I love that one. I've never watched that, that one That one's either. great. Is it really that good? That one's great. I mean, it's number two on this most rewatched Christmas list. Yeah. So that comes in at number two. Originally, I thought it was going to be Frosty. It just said The Snowman. I'm the like, Snowman. They, no, that's a, that's a brilliant movie. Yeah, because yeah, I was like, Frosty the Snowman is not great. It's one of the lesser oh, Christmas yeah. specials with Happy Birth. Shut up. Just You're, the, you're a yeah. dumb snowman. Frosty is a lot creepier than whatever story of Santa this yes, woman thinks. Yes, exactly. Is going on with wanting to take credit Frosty for all that. horrifying. And then number one, most rewatched Christmas film of all time, according to this list, Home Alone. A Home Alone. So not in not making the the top ten. No Christmas story. Polar Express comes in at thirteen. Um, 
National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation comes in at 21. Okay. Where is Christmas Story on this one? 33. Most rewatched. I mean, you would think because they play that thing 24 hours, and that, may, and, <laughs> that by default it would, it would win. Be, and that may be. People were over it, huh. possibly. Also, really low on the list, the, coming in at 40 was a Charlie Brown Christmas, oh. which I assumed would be higher, but that's now gone to Apple Plus and only yeah. Apple Plus. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and Rudolph at number 38. So there's some Scrooged is outside the top 20. The Santa Claus, I thought, would be up there mm-hmm. higher. Uh, so those are some of the ones that didn't make the top 10. All things considering, not a bad list. No, I don't. I don't have That's, any problem you know, with If you got a few more days before Christmas and want some things to watch, those would be some good ones. What, what about a wonderful life? You said. So we were having this conversation the night, and I suddenly remembered there was a remake of "It's a Wonderful Life," like a gender bendy remake. Oh, okay. In the seventies, um, I think it was a made-for-TV movie. Of course, it was. Where instead of um, Jimmy Stewart being George Bailey. Marlo Thomas is that girl is Mary Bailey. Okay, um, and yes, uh, Marlo Thomas of that girl. And if I remember correctly, she is like a mechanic in a small town, um, and uh, her business is failing. And so the it whole the whole thing forerunner of the Hallmark movies sounds yeah. like every Hallmark Christmas movie ever made. So it's so it's this retelling of It's a Wonderful Life. Except with Marlo Thomas as the central character. But check out who else is in this movie. Uh, her husband is played by uh, Wayne Rogers from MASH. Okay. Um, Whit Bissell in there anywhere? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Cloris Leachman comes in as the angel Clara. Um, <laughs> of course she does. Yeah. Orson Welles is in what? the movie. Right. Towards the end, didn't he just do anything for money? <laughs> yes. Very true. There'll be um, no wine before it's time. And, I was of uh, the, the critic bit. Yes. Right, just a rosebud frozen peas. <laughs> uh, you've got Doris Roberts. Remember from uh, yeah. uh, from Seinfeld and, uh, and uh, I'm sorry, uh, Everybody Loves Raymond. Okay. Um, uh, Richard Dysart is in it. Archie Hahn. Christopher Guest. Oh, really? Uh, is Harry Bailey. Um, and so it's. Harry and Mary Bailey? Yeah, exactly. Really? Come on now. Um, and so it's. And, and apparently was at least nominated for a couple of primetime Emmys. But my recollection of it, even when in 1977, was this is crap. But now I'm I'm intrigued to search it out. 77 was a bad year for holiday specials because wasn't that when you had a Star Wars Probably, holiday special yeah. too? That, that was a bad day for holiday specials. Speaking of bad films. Mm hmm. Uh, there is a gentleman that you have the story about, a particular police officer, who was scheduled to work from home, but he decided to do some side work while working from home. Yes. Uh, and he wasn't even at his own home. Everyone everyone will be in a porn movie. And yeah, that, once again, proving by 2030. And that, in, that includes uh, Phoenix police officer Christian Goggins, who was moonlighting as a Did, porn star and content creator. Let me think. Your last name is Goggins. Pretty sure I know what your porn name's going to be. What's that? You just change out the O to the A. <laughs> and that should be your porn name, right? That would be clever. Yeah, but it, I don't think it is in this particular yeah, instance. No, so, so, he starts, so he starts sh- shooting some dirty movies uh, while on duty? While on duty, yeah. Um, Check was, out he, my gun. Yeah, he was creating pornographic content, uh, which he also starred and distributed while working in law enforcement. Uh, allegedly, he goes by the stage name Rico Blaze. <laughs> this is Rico Blaze. And um, he has a Twitter account where uh, it now appears to be 
age restricted uh, of <laughs> as course. far as what yeah. you can and can't see. Uh, but uh, he uh, he has the screen name King Nut a lot from Nutty Putty. Yeah, I guess then- so. King Nut a lot. Uh, who he says. Sponsored by Nugenics. I am an 18-plus creator, goat, gamer, and face painter. Oh, God. No, you can't say that. No. You can't say that. King uh, Nut a lot. He also says, I create art, and my eggplant emoji, uh, eggplant emoji is the pen. Ugh. This guy is insufferable. Yeah. Uh, so he's been. I'm glad uh, he got found out and fired from the force. Yeah, they uh, they they confirmed he was under investigation, but did not reveal the nature of the probe. You can't say that about no. King Nutalot. Uh, We're probing King Nutalot's Twitter account. The uh, there were attempts to contact him uh, in person on the telephone, but uh, um, he doesn't answer. Didn't answer Only the phone. Slide into my DMs. Yeah. But he apparently uh, was making pornographic videos uh, while on duty. and uh, Yeah, he was scheduled to work from home, but he was actually driving to like Vegas. Something like that, yeah. To, to be King Nettelot, Rico Blaze, and uh, make his little movies and whatnot. And uh, he apparently has uh, an OnlyFans account and a ManyVids account. Oh. If you want to follow Rico, Rico. Blaze. Rico King, King Nettelot Blaze. Blaze. He's going to visit the Nutty Putty Canyon, that's for yeah. sure. Yeah, he will. hey And finally, today on the Mike and Molson Sex and Poo podcast, not a poop story, we have a live Christmas morality play that played out in Kentucky. Let me okay. set the stage for you. There is a white elephant gift exchange. And for those who don't know, that's kind of like gag gifts or whatever, where you draw cards or a number, someone picks, unwraps a present, the next person can then steal from that person or choose right. another present. All right? So this is an office white elephant. So thank God it was. First of all, don't partake in, in all that crap at the office. You don't have to. We yeah. talked about that. You have legal standing. We talked about that dude a couple weeks back. But in the grand scheme of things, white elephant better than Secret Santa. Right? Because now you just have to yes. you just have to buy a random thing. And you, in fact, you could actually buy it for yourself so that you could eventually take it from whoever... Grab yeah, but that whole crap is just, just crap. It, I, hate it, I, I hate that BS. So anyway, long story short, in this particular scenario, Lori Janes is the office manager at this Harmon Dental Center. She had gone, and her gift that she had gotten was a $25 gift certificate to TJ Maxx. So it was a $25 buy-in to be part of the white elephant. So she's sitting there fine with her TJ Maxx. You get the Max for the minimum, minimum price. That's what I hear. It's never, ever the same place twice. <laughs> fa la 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 TJ Maxx. Uh, sorry. There you go. Wow. Yeah. The things that stick in your mind. Yeah, I know. So she gets it taken away from her. Somebody else goes, it's not my turn. Oh, my God, I want the TJ Maxx Somebody's card. coveting that sweet, sweet TJ, TJ Maxx Max money. Yeah. yeah, Max Cash, dog. <laughs> so she then has a choice. She can go and grab a new pro- a new pr- uh, present or take from someone else because mm-hmm. someone just took from her. So she sees that someone has $25 worth of Kentucky Scratch It lottery tickets. She goes, there you go. those are mine now. What the hell? Those are mine now. All right? So that person then grabs another prize. Long story short, she starts scratching off the tickets. First one, she scratches off 50 bucks. Ooh. So if you're the person that she took it from, you're a little... You're a little peeved right now, right? You made a profit. She then scratched off the $10 hit the jackpot ticket, which revealed a win on all 15 spots in her ticket, which is the $175,000 grand prize. Good morning. 
So, wow. So, but that wasn't hers to begin with. Is she, now, damn it. She took it from a fellow employee. Yeah, it's mine now, bitch. So, <laughs> so the, the I, you've already answered the question I'm about to bring in this morality play. Does she have to give any money to the person that she took the 25 scratch it from? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. I feel she has to, right? No. I mean, that's the... See, you she get, you get to, messed up in this in this white elephant bullshit. This I, is what yeah, you get. I, I think <laughs> I think she's obligated to at least buy $25 a scratch it to replace the $25 yeah. taken. Okay. Right? I don't think she has to give a percentage of like... 10% or anything like that because dem the brakes yeah when you play white elephant when you mess with you when you fuck with white elephant <laughs> karma can come back on you bitch yeah, like that's, that's just the way it goes <laughs> by the way I think that should be the new disclaimer you right. fuck with the white elephant you don't know what you're gonna get you get what you get that's right when you fuck with the white elephant um I made it not say it really. It re- white elephant should turn into a cage match of it just really flipping tables and kicking niches. <laughs> you son and, of a bitch! Yeah, because you can't steal it back. Right. That's 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 the rules. Yeah. And then so it just happens. So to your Brutal. point, I don't know if she has to give that employee anything per se or fellow employee. I think I would feel better about myself giving twenty five dollars in scratchets. And what I love is the person who submitted that to the white elephant gift exchange. Pulled the laziest oh, convenience God, yeah. store on the way to work. I don't know what the hell to do. I'll just get some stupid lottery tickets uh, and we'll all have a good laugh. I mean, absolutely the laziest gift you could buy. Oh, sh- uh, oh shit. And that person is. Uh, now I feel bad because that's, that's what I usually get every year for my garbage collectors. <laughs> for <the> garbage. <laughs> it's pretty lazy. <laughs> I, I, usually get him and, lazy. I usually get him and the recycling dude $25 worth of scratchets. Because then they could win more money. Or but I'm, they don't. See, that's the thing, Mike. The odds are they don't, and so they feel they feel worse. All just did, get them a gift. Whatever whatever amount of scratch-offs you were giving them, get them a gift card to something. Get them a McDonald's or something. So, the, so, the, so, so the, they can actually do something. So, so giving them possible extra garbage is not the greatest gift that I could possibly give someone? You literally are giving them, odds are... <laughs> I'm the biggest dick when it comes to Christmas ever. Odds are you're giving, you're literally giving them garbage. more garbage to have to handle, even if it's that small. Yeah, I may have to rethink this year's gift. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. Uh, yeah, I may have to rethink it now after all that. Now, if you put it in context. God, I always forget about things like the mailman and the garbage man. And the, well, I, our, I, I, our garbage man and our recycling guys, their company, to their credit, give them pre-made holiday cards that they... Yeah. We'll put on the garbage receptacle. That's nice. And it says, happy holidays from, you know, whoever. And then, so I, in, I in kind, give back $20 and $25 in scratchettes, but I should probably do something else. I got a ticket and a phone call from my recycling guy. A ticket? A ticket. They, like, left a, a, a Post-it note with a checkoff saying, you've, you know, you've broken the rules of recycling. I guess what had happened was I wheel the thing out. Our recycling's out in front. Uh-huh. And I wheel it out. And somewhere in the night, somebody pulled their car up and parked next to it. Oh, no. And so they leave me this note saying, hey, you can't have this thing sitting next to, to a car. A, another car. Well, it wasn't when My I did car. that there. So, again, a few weeks go by. I take the recycling out. Uh, and apparently sometime in the night, uh, somebody parked their car next to it. What kind of weird? And they called me from the office to admonish me and say, you cannot put your recycling. <laughs> so I don't care. So I would give him a, a scratch-off ticket. Here, here's more garbage. Recycle this. <laughs> Recycle this, bitch. <laughs> And that 
we'll wrap up a holiday edition of the Mike and Molson <laughs> Merry effing Christmas. Christmas to all and to all good night. And by the way, I just would like to add for all the murder and the bloodletting <laughs> to somehow come to an end.